Hello, I'm Father Dan Serratori from the St. Benedict's Catholic Community in Burwood, Melbourne, and welcome to our podcast. We hope you're blessed by this homily recorded at our Sunday Mass. May it enrich you and may it inspire you to embrace more fully the love, the life, and the mission of Jesus. Enjoy. So last week I introduced a new theme which we're going to be exploring over these weeks of Easter and the theme we're calling Everyday Easter. I introduced the theme last week by suggesting that Easter is every day or it is no day. That's why we call our faith good news because Jesus is risen every day. Every day we have access to Jesus' victory over death each and every day. We could also say that Easter is now or it is never. The fullness of Easter that we will experience one day is only an extension of the Easter that we're prepared to believe in and embrace and live here and now. Everyday Easter. It's the promise of Christianity. Now, I'm guessing that we're going to have mixed reactions to this theme, to this idea. No doubt there are some of us that are thinking, yes, bring it on. <laughs> the more Easter, the better. You know, show me. What do I need to do? How, how can I live Easter every day? But some of us are probably noticing maybe a little bit of, of, of a reaction, a bit of resistance to this idea. Maybe the thought of Easter every day you experience as a bit of a burden. You might think, oh, does that mean I have to be hopeful every day? <laughs> Father Dan, do you know how hard my life is? It's a burden, that thought. Or maybe you, you react with kind of frustration. You think to yourself, well, what am I doing wrong? You know, I'm, I'm trying my best to live out my faith. What else can I possibly do? If that's you this morning or whenever you're watching this, I want you to know that Easter life doesn't really have much at all to do with doing more or doing better. Easter life has everything to do with seeing differently, doing things differently. As I mentioned briefly last week, to be an Easter people, we need to adopt or foster an Easter mindset, an Easter way of thinking. There is a kind of rewiring of our circuits that needs to happen. St. Paul talks about the renewing of our minds. He says you need to be transformed into an Easter person by the renewing of your minds. As our minds are renewed, we begin to be able to see beyond what we see in the immediate. We, we, we begin to see through a new lens, the lens of faith, the lens of the resurrection, the lens of a love that is bigger than death, the lens of Jesus' victory over the cross. That's something of what it means to have our minds transformed. In my opinion, this is the 
biggest challenge for us as followers of Jesus. To make that shift from our, our pre-resurrection mindset, our, our old way of thinking, to the new mind, a mind that's been transformed by Easter, the mind of Christ, St. Paul also says. We can see this uh, challenge playing out today in the Gospel. Two of Jesus' disciples, they're walking along the road to Emmaus and they must have been close to Jesus because they knew all about his story. And clearly they were deeply disappointed. They were dejected by what had happened. And so Jesus, he intersects them on the road, just like he met Mary in her grief and Thomas in his doubt and the disciples when they were locked up in fear in the room. Jesus meets these two disciples in their disbelief. That's what God does. He doesn't give up on us. He continues to come after us and meet us wherever we are. And they could see him. These two disciples, they were engaging with Jesus, but they couldn't see him at the same time. You see, they could see him, but they couldn't recognize him. The scripture says that something prevented them from recognizing him. What was that? Well, it seems to me that they were stuck in their pre-resurrection way of thinking, their old mindset. They weren't able to believe beyond, to see beyond their immediate circumstances and, and how they'd interpreted those circumstances that, that experienced. All they could see was their disappointment, their, their uh, pain, their grief, their disillusionment. And because of that, because that was their whole world, that was their mindset, because they were stuck in that old way of thinking, they started to walk away from Jerusalem. In other words, they were walking away from the promise, away from Easter. And so Jesus rightly says, you foolish men, so slow to believe, so slow to give up when something doesn't go as you might expect it to go. How true this can be for us, huh? We too can get so stuck at times, so consumed in our circumstances and how we interpret those circumstances that we aren't willing or, or we aren't able to see beyond them. We, we, we become totally consumed in the old mind. Often, we can actually identify with our circumstances. They become the lens through which we understand ourselves. So I am the struggling single mum. Or I am the guy who uh, can't hold down a job. Or I am the guy whose marriage is an absolute mess. Or, or, or I am the person who was cheated or, or, or taken advantage of. The list goes on. Like these disciples who are walking on the road, we might know all about Jesus. We might be praying to Jesus constantly. We might be active in our faith going to church, but, but we aren't able to actually recognize the presence of Jesus. We aren't able to, to believe or to embrace Easter life 
because our, our, our minds haven't yet been transformed, renewed. We're stuck in that, that old way of seeing and thinking. As these two disciples were walking along, stuck in that old way, Jesus began teaching them. He was teaching them a, a new way of having faith. He was, he was giving them a new lens through which to see. And, of course, that lens was God's word. It was God's promises, which, which ultimately led to the empty tomb. That was the lens he was giving them to, to understand, to see, to recognize him, to, to, to recognize Easter. When we're able to look through this, this lens, we realize that there is so much more to our life than what we're experiencing right now. This lens helps us to appreciate that there is value in you and me that is worth fighting for, a, a value that, that, that Jesus has laid down his life for, as, as St. Peter reminds us today in the second reading. You see, Easter faith does not give up on life. It doesn't escape Jerusalem towards Emmaus. Easter faith, this lens that, that Jesus invites us into, gives us this ability to, to see beyond our circumstances, to believe, more importantly, to believe beyond our circumstances into a, and to be able to see the life that's bigger than, than our death, bigger than our struggle, bigger than our disappointment. St. Paul, I think, he gives us the best example of what it looks like to, to adopt this Easter mindset, this Easter way of thinking. He says, I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. What Paul is basically saying is that, Yes, this is still me. I'm still in, in my body. But now I make a decision. I make a choice to live according to my Easter identity. To my Easter, I decide now to put on an Easter way of thinking, an Easter mindset. Paul's saying, now I see myself according to who God says I am. Unconditionally loved infinitely valued, redeemed and renewed by the blood of the Lamb. St. Paul is saying that is the lens that I'm making a decision now to see everything, to understand my life through. When we're able to do the same thing, when we're able to, uh, to live out our Easter identity, to choose it, it, it changes how we negotiate life. For example... When we choose to live according to our Eastern mindset, it means that we're no longer dictated by our regrets, by our shame, by our failure, because as St. Paul says, Jesus has paid the price for that. Now, I've heard a preacher uh, mention once that legally our shame, our sin, 
our failure is actually no longer ours. Jesus has paid the price for that. He's bought it. And if we've given that to him, we have no legal right over that anymore, right? It's what it means to live out our Easter identity. It also means that there is no situation in our life that is ever helpless. Easter assures us that that is what the resurrection says to us, that there is always life beyond our darkness, our disappointment, our death. If we live out our Easter mindset, it also means that we start challenging those unhelpful ways of thinking. You know those thoughts that we can have from time to time? I'll never change. This is hopeless. This is how it's always going to be. I may as well give up. Those thoughts. When we put on our Easter identity, our Easter mindset, we start to challenge those thoughts, those ways of seeing. To put on our Easter mindset means that we identify ourselves now with God's life, no longer with our own interpretation but with the life of God that has been given to us and the life that we access through faith. We hear that coming out in the psalm today. The psalmist says, O Lord, it is you who are my portion and cup. It is you yourself who are my prize. You are my life. You are the one in whom I, I, I realize who I am. You are the truth that I look to, not what I might be experiencing on the surface. He goes on, I keep the Lord ever in my sight. Since he is at my right hand, I shall stand firm. God, in you I find my strength. Even when circumstances are, you know, terrible, as long as I keep you in my sight, I shall stand firm. You are my life. You are my rock. You are my refuge. You can see that you can hear the Easter mindset, huh? The new way of thinking, the the transformed mind. How do we live this out practically in our lives? How do we take on this Easter mindset? It can be so difficult, huh? Because that that old way of thinking can become so ingrained in us. We can become so identified with those, uh, those parts of our life or that, that part of our story which has impacted us so deeply. So how do, we, how do we transition into the Easter mind? Well, ultimately it's, it's God's work in us. It's the work of the Spirit. And as we invite the Spirit into our lives, uh, that, that shift will naturally begin to happen. But we need to do things to partner with the work of God, to, to partner with the work of the Spirit. And, and there's one very simple everyday little tip I, I want to offer today. One everyday way that we can put on this Easter mindset, and that is simply to make deliberate choices that affirm our Easter identity, that affirm who God says we are. So, for example, at the beginning of the day, we might say to ourselves, well, today 
regardless of these circumstances that I'm facing, I'm going to make a decision. I'm going to make an effort to smile because I I believe that the power of the resurrection is in me. I'm, I'm going to make an effort to do my best to give God those negative thoughts that come up today in my, in my thinking. I'm going to make an effort today to look for the good in others instead of the negative. I'm going to do something today that I enjoy, that brings me life, that, that touches my heart, that opens me to God. I'm going to reach out today to someone who might need some support. I'm going to be generous just as God is generous. I'm going to go out today and I'm going to get that professional help that I need. See, all of these positive, deliberate actions, I want to suggest to us, are actually statements of faith. They are very concrete, very practical ways that we are affirming that Jesus has paid a great price for me, that my life is valuable. There is more to my life than what I see right now. And so I'm making a decision today to live according to that value and to that life that God has given me. I'm going to align my decisions today based on uh, my Easter identity, the Easter promise God has given me, and not on my circumstances, not what I see immediately around me. So we, we become an Easter people. We live Easter every day by adopting a, an Easter mindset by choosing to do things that affirm our Easter identity? Is there a deliberate choice that that you can make today or this week to affirm your Easter identity? You might look to an area in your life where you're kind of stuck in that old mind. And and I want to encourage you to think about what's something that you can do in the opposite spirit Ask God to inspire you, just like he inspired the two disciples today to eventually make that decision to invite him in for dinner. That was the moment that they encountered the resurrection when they made that deliberate choice to get out of their kind of stuckness, their old way, to to, to invite him in. Because of that, they encountered Easter. Ask God to inspire you in the same way, to, to be at work, burning in your heart to give you that um, one thing that you can do today or, or this week that will affirm your Easter identity, who God says you are. Ask God to help you to, um, to make those choices, not just today but every day, so that you can live Easter each and every day. You can find reflection questions for this homily at stbenedicts.com.au forward slash homily. Thanks for joining us today and have a great week.